Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here. Of course, always far more excited to have you here with me, friends. I thought today we would dive in to a few signs you can look for after you have been through something really hard when you're not sure if what you've experienced has actually traumatized you or not. Sometimes we go through situations or experience things in life and when we come out of that, we know something isn't right, we know that our body doesn't feel right, we know that something is going on internally with us mentally, physically, emotionally, but we aren't quite sure if it is classified as trauma. How to tell if something you go through has traumatized you, if something you've experienced does qualify as trauma or not, that is what we're going to dive into today. Before we do jump into this conversation, I want to remind you all, what qualifies as trauma to every single one of us is different. What happens to us that feels traumatic is valid, and how we go about dealing with that trauma, trying to understand that trauma and heal from that trauma is meant to be different, but how we all do it is completely valid. It's going to be a great conversation, so get cozy, grab your favorite drink, and if you're out and about or doing chores, make sure we're one-on-one so you're really tuned in. Let's dive into the conversation. If it's not common for you to experience feelings of anxiety or any sort of feeling of depression, and after going through a hard or scary experience, you start to feel really anxious or you can feel symptoms of depression setting in that you don't feel like you can control, that is a sign that what you have gone through or experienced has resulted in you feeling traumatized. And that is a signal that you may need to talk to someone, whether that be someone who you love and trust, or you're too scared to talk to them and you need to reach out to a professional. But when something happened and you feel those type of things that you don't usually feel, it's a signal that your body is in survival mode and talking to somebody who you can trust may help. If you do deal with anxiety or depression, like you're actually diagnosed like me with an anxiety disorder or a form of depression, something happens and you feel that anxiety skyrocket or it shows up in ways that it usually doesn't or the depression that you had gotten a hold on or were trying to get a hold on 
it suddenly slips and you feel like you have gotten really bad again, that is a sign that what you have gone through has traumatized you. I'm diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and dysemia, which is a mild but long-lasting form of depression. I, for the most part, have those under control and I have specific coping mechanisms that help me keep those at bay as much as possible. When even those tips and tricks don't work and when nothing I do can stop that anxiety from rising or that dysemia just taking right over, I know that what I experienced, what I've been through, has traumatized me. That is a sign to me. Another thing to pay attention to after an experience that is really scary, life-changing, and really affects you is how you function post that experience. If you go through something big, scary, that puts you in danger, and after this experience, you find it hard to function, you find it hard to focus, you find it hard to get out of bed every day, you don't eat the way you used to because your stomach genuinely is fooling you into thinking it's not hungry because you're in survival mode. If you feel super jittery, like you just can't feel safe no matter what your environment is, if you constantly feel in danger and you're always waiting for that other ball to drop, these are signs that what you've experienced has affected you mentally, emotionally, and physically, and you may as a result be experiencing trauma and you may be stuck in survival mode from when you were trying to get yourself to safety in the situation you'd been in. When we feel like we are in some sort of danger and have to escape, no matter how that escape, that leaving the situation, that running to freedom finally looks, when you're in a traumatic situation or you're in a situation where you're being violated and abused and hurt and you don't feel safe and you finally get yourself out of that situation to safety, you may still not feel safe even though you have gotten yourself to a safe situation. You still may be, like I said, waiting for that other ball to drop, not actually feeling safe. You may still think that you're in danger. And that's because your body is now stuck in survival mode. When you go through something and it takes time to get yourself out of survival mode, that doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you can't heal or it's taking too much time to heal. It means that your body, brain, soul, and spirit need that time to work through what it has been through. But if you do find that you are having a really, really hard time getting out of survival mode and healing your nervous system, you may want to talk to professionals or even just look online for free communities of people who may have been through this situation and can help you through it because it's not a matter of you can't and will never get better. It's not a matter of I'm traumatized and I'll never feel okay again. You might just be stuck in that survival mode, in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn mode, and need some assistance getting out of it. And that is okay. Things take a village. Good things, bad things, raising children, all of life, it takes a village to get through. 
So if you are really, really struggling to get out of a place where you feel traumatized and unsafe, reaching out for help when you find someone who you feel safe reaching out to will not be a bad idea. And if you're in this situation, I just want you to remember that whether you take time to do this on your own, trying to get out of survival mode because you feel like that is something you need to do on your own or you do reach out for help, I just want you to remember giving yourself time, grace, and patience is also going to go a long way. So whether you're trying to cope with this on your own because you feel that's what you need or your body is telling you to reach out for help to someone and you do, grace, time, patience also needs to be at the top of your list to get yourself out of survival mode because it does take time and it's not going to happen if you just beat yourself up about it and you are your own worst enemy on this journey. You need to be kind to yourself, show yourself compassion, and do whatever your body is internally telling you, whatever your gut is telling you is the right way to work through what you've experienced. Another really important way to tell if what you're experiencing is trauma if nightmares isn't something you have grown up dealing with, nightmares. If you are lucky enough to not experience nightmares, you go through something really big, really hard, really scary, or where you felt that you were in danger, and after that experience, you can't sleep because of nightmares or because without even getting to the point of being able to dream or have a nightmare, as soon as you start falling asleep, you get hot and cold sweats and your body just wakes you up. That is a sign. That is a sign that what you went through has traumatized you and that you need to do something about it. I will admit that I am lucky and I have not really had an issue with nightmares or night terrors through my life, but when my grandma was essentially passing, what had happened, I'll explain the situation so you understand. What had happened was my mother was actually just leaving the house to visit my grandma in the hospital one day. At this point, we had thought that she was getting better and within a few days was going to be going back to the nursing home. And as my mother left the house, she got a call that my grandmother's aneurysm had burst, which was a completely different reason than she had gone into the hospital to begin with. And it confused the hell out of us, but also terrified us because they said, come say your goodbyes. When my grandma was diagnosed with having an aneurysm, we were told that when it bursts, unless we're right there when it happens, we will not get that chance to say goodbye. Like she'll be gone in minutes. That's just how aneurysms work. And so we were like, it's gonna take us like half an hour to get to the hospital. How the hell has it burst? And we're gonna get there in time to say our final goodbyes. Like in our brains, it just wasn't making sense. And so right there, I felt like there was some sort of trauma happening. Like I felt like this was such a brain fuck that the doctors were pulling on us. And it turned out that there was like a blood bubble in the aneurysm that had developed. And we had to wait for that to burst, for the whole aneurysm to burst. And so we essentially got that news the morning after we'd been told that her aneurysm burst, 
and we literally were just essentially told that yeah there's just this blood vessel and we just have to wait for it to pop so i just waited for for my grandma to die which honestly is like one of the most traumatic things i've ever been through that whole experience itself is one of the most traumatic terrifying things i've ever been through but for weeks i couldn't sleep in the weeks that we were waiting for her to go in a bunch of weeks after i just i couldn't sleep i couldn't function properly i just i couldn't get that exact image of what we had just been through as a family out of my head it just replayed and replayed and replayed i couldn't cope i was like fully paralyzed by my trauma and i could not cope with life i eventually had to get help i had to eventually talk to people about this and find holistic ways that i could start getting myself to slowly get back into some sort of sleep pattern i had to talk to a therapist about this eventually and at the time i had chose to use BetterHelp, the app because i did not feel comfortable going into an office to talk to someone and i couldn't even get myself to go to an office to talk to someone even if i had preferred that option i just physically couldn't bring myself to do that and honestly, I just had to recognize that what I went through truly was really, really hard and scary and I needed to accept that so that I could be gentle with myself in this healing process. Because like I've already said, being mean to yourself, beating yourself up, being your own worst critic in a situation like this is only going to make things worse. It's not going to make healing or understanding learning to sit with grief, it's not going to make anything like that easier. So I did all of those things and I practiced really, really hard and really consciously at being gentle with myself because I knew that and being brave enough to reach out for help were some of the only ways that I was going to be able to get through this at all. If you're not someone who is usually a shameful person, if you're one of those people in the world that basically have no shame because you are so dang comfortable with who you are, which if you're one of those people, go you. But if you are one of these people, something happens to you and then suddenly everything about who you are, your confidence in yourself changes and you're suddenly living in shame with embarrassment and you just don't feel safe talking about what you went through, that might be a sign that what you've experienced has affected you in a way that you feel traumatized by it. And there is nothing to actually be ashamed of or feel wrong for or feel like a freak about because of, because we all unfortunately go through things in life where we end up feeling traumatized. Or where somebody's done something to us that's affected us and it traumatizes us and it sucks, but it's our responsibility to not stay in that stuck, in that state of trauma forever. So if you are someone who is usually pretty confident and comfortable in yourself and after a certain experience you feel the complete opposite and you can barely even function or show up for yourself because of the shame, embarrassment, or whatever else you may be feeling, know that first of all there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. You are going through a very regular human experience. Two, Know that whatever you're feeling is valid and that whatever you went through you didn't deserve. But also know that you do not have to stay stuck in those feelings. That there are ways to work through them 
and get out of the space you're in mentally, emotionally, and physically. And when you go through something like this, however it feels best for you to get out of that place and to get yourself into a better place, I want you to do that because remember, what we all feel traumatizes us is different. What we all consider traumatic in our lives is different, but it's valid. What we all need to do to work out what we're feeling and to get ourselves out of that trauma state, that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn state is also valid. We're all different, so what hurts us is different and what heals us is going to be different too. And if you are someone, this is the last one I'm going to share. There's lots more options, but these are some of the biggest ones I've noticed. If you start abusing yourself, no matter what that self-abuse looks like, alcohol, cutting, drugs, anything. And if what you have experienced leads you to feel like you deserve to hurt yourself, that is scary and that is serious when something has traumatized you to the point that you feel like you deserve to self-sabotage and hurt yourself as a way of punishing yourself or as a way of coping with the feelings that have come from being hurt abused and traumatized that is a sign that you are truly stuck in your trauma that something has really really deeply affected you and you need to reach out for help. I've been there. I'm not even going to deny it. I've been open on this podcast about the fact that I've self-harmed and I worked really, really hard to get out of self-harm, but there are other ways that I hurt myself and self-sabotaged besides cutting myself. I knew when I was a teen or in my very early 20s what was enough alcohol for me to have and I would purposely surpass that limit. Not because I was having fun with my friends like everybody to this day probably believes, but because at the time there was something going on that I didn't know how to deal with, I didn't know how to reach out for help about, and that was my form of dealing with it, to escape my reality. And so yes, I know all about not taking care of yourself, hurting yourself purposely, and letting yourself stay stuck in that trauma because you feel post your experience, whatever that experience may have been, that that's what you truly deserve. I've been there. But honey, let me tell you, if that is how you're feeling, you don't deserve it. What you went through, you didn't deserve in staying stuck in this feeling, staying stuck in the trauma that you've experienced. There are more ways to tell if what you're going through has left you feeling traumatized. But I find that these are some of the most common ways to know if that's what your body, brain, and your heart are signaling to you. So I am going to leave this where it is. And next week, we will dive into ways you can tell that aren't so common and clear. Before I let you go today, I just want to share the reminder with you and tell you If you haven't been told this lately, if you haven't been reminded of this lately, you matter, you deserve to heal, you deserve to take time to work through things 
that are hurt for you. And baby, you're doing the best with what you got. Whether that's messy as hell or you feel like right now you've got it all together. I am so proud of you for showing up and doing what you can under the circumstances you're in. I love you. I'm so dang grateful that we're on this journey together and that we're connected. And I cannot wait to be back with you here in this chair for another great chat next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.